are tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Hello, hello, namaste, welcome. Thank you so much for listening to a new episode of Yoga Podcast. It is me, Breezy Bree, and I'm really excited because today we're going to talk about assisted stretching. Yes, I went to a session and I want to share the results here with you. Before we get started, I also want to announce that Stitcher is now back up. Past episodes that were missing are now published. So if you listen to yoga podcasts on Stitcher and you're wondering what the heck has been going on, where have we been? We have been around, but we have had some issues with Stitcher that took way longer than I am used to them taking to resolve. So please do download multiple avenues to find your favorite podcasts, including yoga podcasts, whether it's Spotify or iHeartRadio, or guess what? We are also now on Audible for free. If you are already used to listening to audiobooks as I am, then you can also listen to podcasts there. It is so awesome because I can just switch back and forth between my books and my podcasts, and I personally choose Audible as my favorite platform to listen to all things audio, but there are many, many options out there, so I hope that those of you who listen on Stitcher realize that If you are missing some favorite episodes from favorite podcasters, just have a backup source that you can check into. (sighs) Okay, (laughs) my little PSA for content creators. So today we're talking about assisted stretching. I don't know if you have ever heard of some of the new up-and-coming boutique stretch type you know, studios, I guess is the best way to describe that, such as Stretch Labs or Stretch Zone. There are a few additional. You might even notice that there's an assisted stretching option at your favorite massage therapy office. So they tend to offer between 30 minutes or 60 minutes or 90 minutes stretchology. I just made that up, I think. But it is a way of getting you into a relaxed state of mind, typically on a massage-like table type of apparatus. And the stretcher (laughs) comes and manipulates your limbs. Now, the idea is that you are so relaxed, your nervous system is at a place where you're not tensing up, you're not creating contradiction, or even just kind of fighting any potential pain or injury that the mind might try to anticipate utilizing that old amygdala, that fight, flight, or freeze reflex. So when we think about yoga, we are actually utilizing our body. We're doing body weight exercises to 
lean us into flexibility and into strength and mobility type movements when we're thinking about asana, you know, putting our bodies into those little shapes that we like to do on our mat, right? Stretching with an assisted, you know, certified stretcher, so to speak, is very different. Now, I am always curious about anything that has to do with the body and, you know, wellness and health and all of that. So I am super open minded. And I also believe that there is room in our lives for just about everything that we want to do. So as long as it's healthy and healthful. And that is my take on the idea of assisted stretching. So I'm going to talk about some of the pros and cons after I discuss exactly or more or less what it is. So as I mentioned, you're probably going to be on a massage table type scenario, something that puts you in a nice position for the stretcher, the stretchologist to be able to assist. You're going to relax your body. You are going to be wearing comfortable clothing. So it's not like getting a massage where you change out of your clothes. Although I have received some very good massages like Thai massages and other massages that have assisted stretching incorporated in the massage, which is heaven, by the way, in my opinion. But this is not like that. So you might be in a one-on-one session or you might be in a group setting, just depending on the studio that you attend, okay? Now, if you are getting a stretch through your massage therapist's office, there might be some differences with how I explain a more stretch-oriented studio. So I was just in my typical workout yoga type attire, so something that has um, the flexibility to be able to move around. And after relaxing, you are going to be... Um, gently moved into positions that allow you to lean into your own natural flexibility. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but people who get hip surgeries are under anesthesia and the physician, the surgeon is able to manipulate the body in any which way possible needed to get the job done without causing any type of injury or breaking of bones or anything else. I mean, literally, they can put their patients into pretzel-like postures that would make even the most flexible yogi jealous, right? Bringing the leg all the way up to the ear, just moving that hip around in the socket. And the reason being is the nervous system is essentially put to rest so that needing to be concerned with whatever is about to happen is eliminated. Therefore, the natural flexibility of the body, just like a baby, is able to take place. And that is such the one of the funnest things I love about babies is they're just so flexible. You know, if you're changing their little diaper, you just bringing those legs all the way up and, you know, they're sucking on their own toes and it's it's awesome, right? Now, the idea is that we continue with that type of flexibility as we get older, right? As the bones become hardened and we 
are less mobile, it's awesome if you're able to keep that flexibility in your body. But for many of us, that gets lost, right? Gets lost along the way. And so instead of just going into these very pretzel-like postures, you know, just touching our toes and, you know, muscling through things or just bringing the leg all the way up to the ear or going into the middle splits or whatever, we have to inch our way there, right? We have to stretch every single day. We have to start to train the mind to tell the nervous system that it is okay, that this isn't going to cause anything that's detrimental. So it is on purpose and it is perfectly fine, which is why with yoga, breath work, and and with lots of other modalities, breath work is so important, right? Staying focused on taking deep inhalations and exhalations to activate that parasympathetic nervous system, that rest and digest part of the body. So when you're in an assisted stretching situation, you're actually encouraged to get as relaxed as possible as the stretchologist. <laughs> I wonder what their names are, but that sounds really official to me, stretchologist. But as the, you know, um, instructor is getting you to move the body. So, you know, basically moving the body at the joints, applying pressure in one area to create mobility in another, telling you to take deep breaths and and exhale as the body's being moved into new positions. And it's actually really um, an awesome experience if you've never had an assistant stretch before. I would advise at least doing it at least once, right? Because there is a way of being able to feel what it feels like to get into a deeper stretch without you having your brain try to anticipate anything, but rather leaning into it, breathing into it, and allowing somebody else to manually adjust the body. And also to take it to um, levels that you might have not pushed pushed yourself to, right? So on that next exhale, you're going to be adjusted into a deeper posture. And there is in some respect a way of doing hands-on adjustments in yoga that could feel like an assistant stretch. Now, the challenge in yoga is we don't really want to force anybody beyond what they're ready for. We want you to ease your way into it over time, right? But there are disciplines of yoga that have a bit of a different school of thought. Ashtanga being one of those where you could be adjusted into a posture and um, in some cases being pushed past your limit a little bit. But that's what the, and at the discretion of the teacher, hopefully, being able to have observed your body in motion and know what, you know, your potential is, so to speak, right? But this is something that is not really encouraged in the yoga space as of date, just because there is this idea of, you know, using your body the way that we do in yoga is very therapeutic, but it's also it's a challenge to the spirit in some ways, and it's it's much better to allow yoga to meet you where you're at. But um, for those of you who have had those types of manual adjustments, 
you can appreciate sort of that sensibility of, oh, I didn't realize that my buddy could go deeper until you placed your hand on the lower part of my back and and helped guide me there. Or you used a strap and pulled me up on my hips in Downward Facing Dog and helped me get further into it. Or even having that support of going into a headstand or handstand with someone assisting you, right? It's sort of that same concept and ideas. Once the brain has done it, it's so much easier to get back into those postures. Now, if you've ever done gymnastics or anything along those lines, you might be really used to having other people help assist you get deeper into a stretchy, bendy posture. Now, I'm not saying that that is always a good thing because you know, we've all seen those really cringeworthy, you know, assistant stretches, right? But when done appropriately, it can actually be really useful. That is how I think of these assistant stretch studios. Now, let's talk about the pros and cons. The pro is if you do not have a lot of flexibility, you're not really sure of your own range of motion, you're not that athletic, and you do not have the wherewithal to be able to practice stretching type routines on your own or in a group setting um, for many reasons physically then having an assistant stretch is actually really useful. Some good examples could be, you know, from a physical therapeutic perspective, you know, having someone assist you getting into the postures kind of reminds me of utilizing the machines in Pilates. It's like you are, in a sense, getting an assistant stretch in that way as well, except you are offering that resistance and creating that strength in a Pilates type, um, when you're utilizing the reformers, maybe more specific, or even utilizing straps and blocks and props and yoga can also tend to offer that. But in those modalities, there's sometimes this opposition, right? So that you can have that resistance and create the strengthening exercises that helps you guide yourself into flexibility over time. So assistant stretching doesn't really offer that unless, of course, you're working with someone who is doing that for you, which then reminds me of a physical therapy type modality where maybe you're being stretched, but you're also being told to offer or add resistance. And then the stretchologist is maybe pushing it back on that resistance for you. But in the stretch that I went through, there was no resistance. There wasn't any, um, you know, checking in in that way. It was it was all flexibility and, and uh, mobility. So it was moving the body um, around in the sockets, in the girdles, and checking on the joints and just getting um, a stretch, stretching the limbs and applying pressure on one side to stretch on the other. So maybe applying pre- pressure um, on the hip to be able to pull into the opposite direction. So the stretchologist was actually providing the resistance and adding the stretch. But I was to stay remaining in the most relaxed state as humanly possible. But again, there might be different methods as I've only taken the one class. 
or the one session. So the pro is if you have any ailments or any injuries or you're not really mobile, maybe you're, um, you know, recovering from something or just not athletic at all or possibly even, you know, obese. Um, these are some of the areas where I could really see this being really beneficial, getting the blood flowing, getting the body moving, right? And there are a multitude of reasons why we should be stretching, you know, lubricating those joints and ligaments in the body. It also helps us from building up too much lactic acid or causing cramping in the body, clotting of blood in the body. So stretching is something we all should be doing, but it's not always accessible and easy for everybody to do. So getting an assist is actually really great, right? It can be very therapeutic. Learning how to relax while being manipulated in this way can actually really teach your nervous system that it's okay to move your body in, in this fashion or similar fashions in other modalities such as yoga, right? So that's really helpful. Also, it can teach us how to relax with hands-on modalities. Some people are really tense for a multitude of reasons, but if you feel comfortable enough to have someone apply hands-on therapy for you, such as massage or in this case stretching, then... I suggest you give it a whirl because it's always nice to have that pressure that can be applied by someone else. It's also a great way to practice your pratyama. So you can really lean into your breathing techniques, inhaling and exhaling at the appropriate times without also having to think about moving your own body. For many people, pratyam is really challenging. And this is a great way to practice that. That is exactly what I did. And I even warned my stretchologist that I was going to be really focusing intently on my breath work. That is also something I like to do when I'm getting a massage, you know, especially if it's like a deep tissue or sports massage. I always tell them, hey, I'm going to be focusing a lot on my breath work here. This gives me an opportunity to do that and see if I can loosen up and get even into the place that you can benefit from for me as well as having really relaxed muscles and joints and ligaments and limbs and all of that as well. Just really calming down the nervous system. The other pro that I really loved was that it was really lengthy. That's a really long time to get a 60-minute stretch. Now, there were other durations, as I mentioned, 30, 90, I think some places even do like 50 minutes. And it was so nice because when I stretch on my own, I tend to only stretch for about 10 to 15 minutes. And then I'm over it as as far as like just strictly stretching, right? Um, obviously, if you're practicing yoga, that's going to be a bit different. But there's so many more things that go into yoga than just stretching. So this was really nice. And I would have never spent 60 minutes or anywhere near that just stretching. So there was a lot of static hold and breath work and and more gentle but rapid movement. And it was really nice. So I personally would love to do it again. But here are some of the cons. The number one con, in my opinion, is the pricing. 
It is about the same amount of money as getting a massage or somewhere near that spectrum. And it's just not something that's super affordable to do all of the time, right? Stretching is something that should be done daily or at least a few times a week. And that is why yoga is so beneficial because it's practically practical and it's affordable. This other way of going about it, if stretching, getting an assistant stretch was more affordable, then I could definitely see it being something that you could do two times a week or more, right? Especially if you're working on something. Now, I understand why it can't be more affordable because you're getting one-on-one attention, right? Whereas like yoga, if you did do a one-on-one private session, it would be costly in the same realm as an assistant assisted stretch. So in that respect, I understand it. But it it is pretty expensive for something that you're not going to be able to do very often, but something that you actually should be doing more often. So if you can take some of the things that the stretchologist is teaching you or at least demonstrating with your body and you can put some of that into practice on your own, then it could easily be a win-win situation. But at anywhere between $50 to $100 a pop or even in some cases more, depending on where you're at and your duration and what all is included, it can be pretty expensive. So that would be my number one con. Another con would be unless you have a reason why you really cannot stretch on your own, it might not be that beneficial for your body, right? Um, I do think it's worth a try at least to do it once or at least every so often. But if I had to choose between getting an assistant stretch and getting massage, I would definitely choose a massage. I would even choose a private yoga session over getting a stretch if I had to choose. Um, And the main reason is at the end of the day, I could easily stretch my own body. I'm mobile enough, flexible enough, and athletic enough. And I'm used to moving my body. So you can stretch your body in lots of different ways. You can Use props, you can even use your bed or your couch and place strategically your arms and your limbs and your legs and everything so that you can get into deeper stretches. You can also stretch with a partner and still do a lot of what you would do in assistant stretch class. If you have any other issues as to why you cannot stretch on your own, as I mentioned, then it is definitely worth your time and money to get an assistant stretch simply because if you're not used to stretching at all and you're not doing anything that helps facilitate stretching, such as yoga or dance or Pilates or just straight up utilizing stretching um, modalities or, you know, um, resistant bands, um, foam rollers, or even just getting a deep tissue massage is a way of stretching the body in, in a lot of ways as well. Then... Yes, this would be a really great opportunity to offer that to your body. So for the most part, if you are active and you have other ways of stretching your body, then this may not be that big of a deal to add into your repertoire. But I still suggest that everybody thinks about doing it at least once. It is always nice to figure out maybe there is a way that you hadn't really thought about stretching your body before 
or you don't, you know, maybe you practice yoga, but you don't really get deep into stretches even when you're practicing yoga. You know, you don't ever do like monkey pose, which is like splits or you do not get into the deepest, you know, runner lunge or you don't really sink into your warrior twos or threes. This would be a good opportunity for you to remind yourself that you're capable of adding a little bit more every time you practice yoga. And one of the main ways that I think you're reminded of that is every time you take a deep inhalation and exhale, you're going to be encouraged to get deeper into the stretch with the stretchologist. Another con would be if you're just not comfortable with hands on, you know, maybe you are still working through some things in your own person that, you know, you need a lot of trust and awareness to be able to have hands-on adjustments or hands-on work, right? So this would definitely make you feel uncomfortable if you're not used to or comfortable with having someone who you may not really know put you in positions that you are really not in control in and you're told to relax in, right? So just the thought of somebody grabbing your leg and, and, and pushing it and moving it around or what have you just kind of gives you a bit of anxiety, then this is definitely not for you yet, right? You want to just start slow, you know, start with allowing your yoga teacher to do adjustments on you or just, you know, get used to giving people hugs who are strangers. You know, something as simple as that could really start to give you um, the wherewithal to go into a deeper place with hands-on work. If it makes you feel any better, you know, it's not like a massage where there is a lot of vulnerability in a massage room. I know people who are just very uncomfortable with practically being nude, if not nude all the way in a dark place with someone who's going to be facilitating hands on work and and getting really um, intimate with you in that way, right? This is less intimate. You know, it's, it's not um, in a cozy space for the most part, unless of course you're doing this from the comfort of a massage therapy room, then maybe it will have that vibe. Where I was, it was definitely more of a physical therapist type um, environment. And it felt that way as well. Um, I do suggest that you do not eat anything a couple of, for a couple of hours before you go. Because, you know, they do not call windbreaker um, pose that for no reason in yoga, right? I mean, there's just postures where if your knees are put into your chest, it could bring up, you know, some some opportunities for you to release some gases from the body. I'm happy to report that I did not have any of those situations during my session, but also I was very cognizant of not having a full belly um, before going. And same is true with liquids. You know, you don't want to get five or 15 minutes into the stretch and then need to empty your bladder, right? So I would definitely go on a fasted belly um, or not have eaten anything for at least a few hours before and also eating things that wouldn't stir up any 
issues in your body is also equally important. Um, and that way you're not like holding yourself in or anything like that. You can really relax and get a deep stretch. Um, if you like aromatherapy, you know, putting an essential oil in strategic places that you can smell it during the session, depending on where you go, they might spray something over you with your permission. Um, it just really depends on the environment you're in, but Definitely set the tone for yourself, you know, wear something comfortable, you know, um, have a fresh face, be showered, smell good, don't eat anything, um, don't have a gut full of liquid or food and have a little aromatherapy that will help calm you and soothe you into it. Get there early so that you're able to really just feel relaxed and be able to enjoy it because you want to get the best out of your stretch. Right, you don't want to have any reason why you couldn't relax, and then just enjoy it. You know, don't overthink it. Enjoy it. If um, you know your stretchologist is should be guiding you and, and letting you know what they're gonna do next, and asking you questions and asking you if that's enough pressure. Um, they might take an intake. You know, they should take an intake either via form or just in conversation with you prior to, you know, asking if you have any injuries, how you, how do you feel today? Um, you know, do you feel flexible naturally or no, you know, just all of the questions. And, um, you might really be surprised at how much you like it, right? And if you do, then maybe you can incorporate it into your life. Ask the, um, staff, you know, when is the best time to get stretches? You know, should, should, how often should you do it? Sort of like a massage, right? Everybody wishes they can get a massage, you know, daily or weekly if possible, but most of us don't get them as nearly as much as we should. We, I know for me, you know, if I can get a massage three or four times a year, I'm feeling on top of the world. So it would be really nice to get one every single month. Although I know athletes who get them all of the time. So this might be that same idea for you. And if you can afford it, I say Get your private yoga sessions, get your stretchology sessions, get your, you know, massage therapy, your Reiki, your facials, your manicures and pedicures, like all of the self-love and all of the things that make you feel like life is worth living. So I hope that this gave you some insight if you are in the area or vicinity of a stretch you know, studio, then give it a try and, um, you know, let me know what your thoughts are. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode. Go in peace. Namaste. It's me, Breezy Bree, and you just finished listening to a brand new episode of Yoga Podcast. Did you know I started recording back in 2018 with almost 500 episodes, hundreds of those free audio yoga classes? I am so honored to guide you on your personal practice on and off of the mat. Check out my website, lovebreezybreeyoga.com, a link 
in the show notes will be provided along with lots of amazing information for your practice. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste.